Here we go. Blog Talk Radio. Wow. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. You liked that, didn't you? Didn't you like that? I love that. Isn't that awesome? Did you write that opening? That was incredible. Did you play all the I, I, I did write that opening, and I had I had a good friend of mine, Jeff Straub, record it for me. And there's the there's the finished result right there. You know, that's like when you when you interview Prince. It's like, yes, I played all the instruments separately, and then I went back like a genius that I am, and I put them all together, and that's what happened. <laughs> I would not classify myself as Prince, but uh, that's a that's a compliment I can work with. By the way, I'll say that. I, well, I don't think that. that's. I hope that's not what Prince's voice sounds like. But there you go. <laughs> no, I I I think it's a little deeper, but it's higher when he when he sings. But uh, <laughs> but but uh, this is going from somebody that I really haven't heard from Prince in a long time, or the artist. Or, what what is he called now? By the way, the artist formerly known as Prince. Or is he back? To yeah, Prince? but I think he's back as Prince because he's uh, he's free now. He's no longer a slave to that music record label, so he's uh, he's good to go. In fact, I'll be right there when he comes back in concert. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. there you go. There you go. And, uh, oh, I, I guess I had to introduce the show to the listeners because they're pretty much right now listening to a conversation about Prince on here and wondering what the hell we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TJF, everybody, welcome to uh, Buzz Money Radio this wonderful Friday morning, the last day of April, April 30th, 2010, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, 7.30 a.m. Pacific Time, and on buzzwithyradio.net. I'm Navelle J. Lee, and we are... Talking with Ricky Paul Golden. Good morning. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. He is back on the show for a second time. We had a long, what, a week ago? (laughs) I'm addicted. (laughs) And he is now addicted to the show. You know what? It's good. It is good. He is back here on the show because in two days, folks, in two days, Marky Calendars, May 2nd at 8 p.m., followed by a repeat at 11 p.m. on TLC. His new show drops, Seeing versus Believing. I am so looking forward to this show on Sunday because I I am one of those I'm one of those cats that's into like that kind of stuff, into the paranormal kind of kind of things. I mean, this is coming from a guy that has deja vu like every single night he goes to bed, and this 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 is a show for me. I, I I'm gonna look I'm looking forward to seeing this show, and you got so much support coming from your cast members and everything. And uh, uh, thank you, thank you so much. You know what's cool is I was on the plane last night coming back from uh, Hollywood to uh, to New York to New York City, and I was uh, I was on the plane that has the little air the little uh, televisions and all this in seats, and so a preview came on for the show. And uh, the big dude next to me, like, nudged me, goes, hey, is that you? Is that you right there? <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of fun. I said, no, no, sir. I said, hey, go back to sleep. Uh, but that was that was a lot of fun somewhere over Iowa. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. That's so, not uh, me that you're seeing on there. That's just, that's a, that's a. An aberration. That looks like me. That's a figment of your imagination, right there. That's yeah, it was, it was. It was awesome. Now I'm not the guy with the cut on the face. That's not me at all. That's that's, that's my twin brother. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
So, uh, well, you know, we've had a mil- we've had honestly we've had um, hundreds and hundreds of people that uh, have been tweeting and Facebooking and sending in emails about um, situations and people that they know or um, myths or phenomenon they would love us to to investigate on seeing versus believing, and I think that's the coolest. And we're we're logging all of those, and hopefully we can. We can uh, we can be you know at some point dive into all of those because that's a great way to get your material. Of course, we've oh, got a, a you know a department that does does that as well. But it's really it's really these stories that we hear from people that we would love to go and investigate. Oh, absolutely. From those that you have read, if you can remember, were there any of them that stood out the most for you? That going like holy hell. <laughs> yeah, there, there was uh, there was a woman w- wrote in to us who uh, whose uh, whose aunt's house is haunted, and they used to go there for Christmas, uh, and um, and she she uh, would be terrified as a child every single Christmas when they slept there because stuff would happen. And now to this day, she doesn't go back to her aunt's house, and the house is still there, and um, things are still happening. It's somewhere in Pennsylvania. And we'd be delighted to go. There's another story about a, a couple that bought a house. It's also it's it's also on the eastern sea. It's on the eastern seaboard somewhere, and uh, down the end of a cul-de-sac. <clears throat> Six months in, a lot of crazy <clears throat> things were going on in the house, and um, the 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 husband, even more than the wife, <clears throat> was absolutely terrified. And uh, the neighbors wow. said, "Well, didn't they tell you?" And they said, tell, it, tell us what? And they said, well, the husband that was here before, the couple that was here before, he went he went crazy and he he killed the whole family and then he killed himself. And uh, and this family has been experiencing the 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 haunting uh, the hauntings of, of uh, I don't know to them equal to the Amityville Horror type situation. They've actually got a lawsuit going now to be able really? to get out of that house. Yeah, and and sell the house back to the estate where it came from because it's a law now that you have to disclose if a, if a house is haunted. Now, why would it be a law in a, in a lot of states if this wasn't a very real, a very real situation, something that actually could hold water in a in a court of law? You know, I all- never thought of it that way. That, you have a point. You know, and so this is not just a one-off. This happens, and you know, this is not this is not just a this is not a show that's a ghost hunting show, per se. Mm-hmm. But it is a it is an examination and diving into the the paranormal and people that have claims, you know, that they've got talents, or or supernatural abilities, um, or phenomenons or legends. Or myths, or things that are driving, you know, that are creeping out an entire town. But if you've got a house like this, we would definitely go in and see if the people that are making the claims are um, are indeed telling the truth, or see what we can capture. And that would be one facet of the show for sure. Oh, absolutely. And while, like you said, you know, we've been retweeting and Facebooking and all that other stuff, and 
I've, I've seen responses the way they said, oh, I can't see this show because they don't have TLC. And I'm just like, don't tell me that. <laughs> That's like the first thing that came out of my mouth. I was like, no, don't tell me that. And then I'm just like thinking, is there any other possible way if the, in the not too distribution that they may be able to see these um, these shows if they don't get this channel? Like online streaming maybe, clips of it or something like that if you had that in mind. Just for those fans that can't get it. Can't get well, I, I, yeah, that's a, great, that's a great point. And I promise that um, if, uh, if, if, it, if it goes past the paranormal uh, premiere that's one-hour event, and, and um, that's what we're hoping for for sure, that we will stream the show and we will, uh, just the way that we gave a lot of teasers for this, um, we're also going to do a video video uh blog I guess you would call it from you know from the set and all the out uh, a lot of the outtakes and things that we uh, that n- didn't make it into the show just like now if you go to scenevsbelieving.com you will see clips of Jeff and I before we took the venture you know before we got on the uh, on the uh, on the road before we took the uh the venture and uh, we will continue to do all of that you know so everybody will feel like they're a part of it for those right. don't those of you out there who don't get TLC, which I thought was you know it's it's uh, it's everywhere and and certainly if you haven't watched TLC, you know you got to find out what what channel it is. It's different everywhere, of course. But Absolutely. if you've ever seen, I mean, they have shows like LA Inc. and uh, Little Little People Big World. I think that's what it's called. Great, it's a great show. Um, yeah, then you have TLC and you just don't know it. <laughs> I'd rather, yeah, it's like I can finally watch something on TLC that doesn't involve something and somebody and somebody plus eight. I'm not saying their names on this show because if I do, I'll get really, really pissed off. Uh, right, something, someone, someone plus eight. That's so funny because I've gotten to see Dancing with the Stars a couple of times to support my friend uh, Aiden Turner. Aiden, yeah. And uh, and uh, I was like, well, that's a, what's her face from something eight and eight plus eight. I can't really get the name of that title. No, TLC. TLC man is the network that brings you shows that you know, like uh, like the blowing up the buildings and uh, hoarders, which is so sad. Yet they're really helping people at the same time. And in fact, I think on Sunday night we are. Um, uh, the lineup is I shouldn't be alive. I think that's the name of the show. Something like that. Um, seen versus believing, and then the the season premiere of of Hoarders, which is wildly popular. So, there well, there you go. You go. There you go. Yeah. You're a lead in for that show. How do you feel? <laughs> you shouldn't be alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a, there's a couple of shows out there like that, and and um, um, there you know it's one it's one of those it's car it's it's like car accident television. You just can't keep your eyes off it. You know what? You know like when you're rubbernecking on the freeway going to work, and something something happened over there, and you're like, "What the heck is that?" It's um, you know, a lot of our a lot of our television is is uh, is sort of attention deficit television now. And you know what I noticed too about the new generation that's coming up is if they love a show, they don't you know they won't discriminate whether it's uh, national network or if it's a cable network. They're just going to find the show that they want, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll hunt, hunt it down. Oh, absolutely. We're, 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 when we see something that we like, we, we don't care what, what station it is on, if it's on the three major networks or if it's on 
like the CW or something like that, or if it's on cable, if we like it so much, we, we'll pretty much like promote it like beyond belief. And yeah. that's that's how that's how we roll. I'm just saying, that's how we roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how well, we roll. That that's, what, that's what everybody's doing with your show now. They're promoting like this no tomorrow, and I love seeing everybody like coming out of the woodwork, like just like showing support for the show and you and everything of the sort. It's just it's it's amazing to me what. Um, what they're doing right now on Twitter and Facebook and everything. Technology is, it still fascinates me. And, oh, uh, yeah. And, we, have, uh, uh, we, we have had such a great response uh, to the website, too. So, and on sceneversusbelieving.com, they can go down to the bottom and they can click on those trailers or snippets and there's some uh, parts of some of the segments that if, if people haven't checked it out now. Uh, and the scene versus believing is just that little VS in between those two words, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and the video blogs. And that, that exact setup is what we will continue to do. I flew back to New York this weekend because we're going to have a premiere in the city here. And um, I got a, a, a ton of my, uh, my cast members that are going to be on this side of town from, uh, from my ABC show and some other shows that I've done and some just friends and, and stuff are coming out. So um, we're, uh, you know, we're just going to just party, up, party down and have a good time watching the show live. Uh, so that should be a blast. Oh, it should be. Absolutely. And I did, I know we asked, like, how did the concept came about the last time you were on the show, but I did ask how long did this take before we finally were able to see this finally From, from beginning to end? Well, yeah. you know, to, uh, it's, it's, it's taken two years, actually. Two years, because my dad, um, my dad left this planet two years ago now, uh, and it was it was that it was then on his deathbed that he asked me to do this show. You know, um, he he asked me. We talked about several things, and he asked me if I would please go and um, find the ones that were special and touched and had a gift and show them to the world. And he was just as it just it meant just as much to him to expose all the fraud. And you know, there was so much about my father I didn't uh, I didn't really. Um, know or understand no, or identify with and and uh and in his death my little sister and I we found um we found not just one journal we found several journals we, there's also a book that he's written the 16,000 hours uh, uh give or take of audio tape of of his uh of him hypnotizing people his his uh his beliefs kind of like um it's like the little findings of a Benjamin Franklin type of thing. He, uh, subliminal tapes that you can that he says you can play in office buildings and stop people from smoking, or uh, and you know the hundreds of thousands of people that he helped across across the world from you know wow. smoking or stuttering or stammering or drinking or cheating and um, he's just saved so many people from themselves. It's uh, it's an incredible story. So we have a. We all, you know, we have a lot of uh, work cut out for us if we, if we, um, we want to see some of his, um, some of his uh, wishes realized. Not, not to mention, you know, my father's got a clinic still in Beijing, the Paul Golden mm-hmm. Clinic in, in Ireland, and uh, they're opening a new one in London. And of course, he wanted us to open one in America. And my little sister over in Ireland, Katie. Um, Katie Jane Golden is the youngest hypnotherapist in Ireland, in all of Ireland, and the most successful. And she's this little blonde knockout, five foot two, you know, 
you know, beautiful, beautiful gal who's uh, who is really very talented and very gifted. So um, uh, we're probably going to be linking uh, linking the websites and stuff like that. But if you um, if you ever want to get a if you get a glimpse of her and what she does, um, we have a family website too called Golden Universe, and Golden is G O L D I N. And there's amazing things on there too that my father created. It's not a commercial for my dad, but I, I just have to just explain to you. For 30, 40 years, when patients would leave my father's clinic or leave his office or his study, he would have them fill out a color chart. And you're like, what? What is this for? And it's these these eight or ten standard kind of bland colors. And he'd have them pick an order of the colors. And from that. He started cataloging um, and categorizing moods of people and came up with this whole weird thing called Colorgenics. It's just freaky and strange and and, and spot on for people's emotional state and and what their well-being is at that moment. It's crazy stuff, you know. Oh, it would be it would be really interesting if you you were able to like tie in a lot of your, your dad stuff into this into the show in the not-too-distant future, there was, like, a way to work with it. Because it, it just, from how you were describing it, you know, that, that relates to probably a lot of people here and, and you know, with uh, what's going on with them. And then what you're telling me about Color Jennings right now, which I think is interesting because, you know, I, well, I'm 24 now. I would say probably about 10 years ago, you know, we were dealing with, like, mood rings. You know, like, yeah. mood, that mood rings were, like, the fad back then. And, uh, you know, I had one. I had a mood ring. It, it, I had a mood ring. I had ring. one. I had a mood ring. Totally had a mood ring. I totally had a mood ring. <laughs> I can't believe ring. I'm admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I can admit it, you can admit it. You know, <laughs> that's how that rolls. I, I had one, and, you know, I, I was sporting it, and every time I, you know, was pissed about something, it would change to that, that green color. You know, green is jealousy, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And and it's just interesting hearing you talk about that, going back to when he was doing that um, 30, 40 years ago when he, and uh, with the color genetics. And I was like, wow, that's really Ooh, cool. Make- he would make analogies, of course, and it makes sense, you know, um, uh, red with anger, green with envy, uh, you know, so, you know, it just makes sense, and it's, uh, that, there's actually like a free thing, it's, it's on this, it's on, on the website somewhere, and I think it's free, a free test you can do, it's, it's uh, it'll scare you, so that's just a, this gives you a small, tiny sliver, a glimpse into this, in this man, I'll tell you something, in my dressing room back in L.A., I have a picture of my father uh, on the wall in my dressing room. And uh, my mom is up there, too. And when I was a kid, the two of them together with me. But there's this one picture of my dad that I swear to, I swear, when I get, uh, walk into my dressing room, it's like he's looking at me and he's, uh, he's kind of helping me out. He's up to monkey business from the other side. So, you know, this is because as of late, this thing has sort of sailed through. Um, yes, it started two years ago. Seeing versus believing started two years ago, um, and to sell anything in this uh, climate is is next to impossible. But um, but something about this show, something about it, um, made people take uh, take notice and pay attention. And we're we're really lucky to be on Sunday night. We're really really lucky. So I hope people dig it. I think they will. I you know it. There's no other show on television right now that like this mm-hmm. and 
I think that's what's the most unique thing about it. You have nothing on the air that's pretty much dealing with this kind of stuff right now. And I think there should be a show like Seeing Versus Believing on, on television. It, it, it's different, and that's what we need right now. I'm, I'm sick and tired of the usual stuff. And, uh, you know, this is, this is going to make you think as well, you know. The thing, and the thing is, you know, I, I'm definitely a believer. It's... I, I mean, if my genetic code coming from my dad, the men in our family have all have all been uh, um, have all been told by my father that we had a psychic thing about us. But yes, I'm a believer, but I'm not an idiot. You know, I'm a realist. I want to see stuff for myself too. The thing about my my buddy that I brought along with me, my my good friend Gertman, Jeff Gertman, he is the um, he's a skeptic, but uh, you know he believes none of what he hears and only half of what he sees. So he's the he's uh you know he's a very bright he's my smartest friend I always say um, you know Ivy League Ivy League kid and science background and um you know we uh, we butt heads all the time and I'm like he's perfect he's the, he's the perfect person to bring with me and we keep the cameras rolling that's the difference with our show we um, we're not out to just create some wacky sensationalism and just um you know and manipulate you we're keeping the cameras rolling and if it happens it uh it's going to happen right in front of your eyes you know i i want to show the the talent of somebody or what their their claim is or what the claim the, that we're investigating is to the uh to the world but when we come back from commercial we're going to rip it all apart with experts you know absolutely you have that it seems like from the sound of it you and you and jeff have that chemistry it's like bounces off of each other which <laughs> which will not make the show boring. I, can I be honest here? Uh, it won't make the show boring at all. It's gonna. It, you're pretty much everybody's gonna be drawn into it because it's just like you have one side of it and then you have the other side of it and putting it to putting the two together. What's yeah. gonna come from this is pretty much where it boils down to. He, he's a real. He's a real guy. He's a real person. He's not a not an actor. Um, he is. In fact, his job, his real job, is he's got a company that he hires undercover shoppers and uh, people to go into corporations undercover to uh, to find out what's really happening in that company or that store or whatever for the big bosses. So he, he's all about, you know, um, finding the truth. And for me, this is a great, a great uh, human experience and experiment for me because this is the first time I've ever been on camera where I'm not, I'm not trying to entertain you, I'm not some other character. I am straight up myself. I'm straight up myself. I've, you know, my my. Uh, we sent the 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 show out to my mom, and my mom's like, it's really, it's really good to just see you. You know, I don't think yeah. like I ever got to just meet you. You know, and not all slick and and shiny. It's just just let the cameras roll. And let's go check out what we have. And it's um, you know, this wasn't hired by anybody to do this. What, you know, not doing anybody's dialogue, not you know, not reading from a script. It's just me, just Ricky Golden, and um, yeah. and it's it's very refreshing for me. So, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because you 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 just go in in there. You're just you're being yourself, and that's a whole that's a whole different side that nobody probably no one has ever seen before. So that's probably the other interesting factoid about it is people will now get to see who you are outside of. Jake Martin. Yeah, totally. And and uh, I, and it might sound funny that we're talking about like oh, big deal. You're yourself. Great. You're yourself. And but you know, you know, the, especially the uh, 
especially our audience. You know, our audience for the shows like All My Children and uh, whatever other shows, other television shows I've done. So um, it's um, it's really, it, you know, it really was very different for me, and I and I had to drop any pretense, and I, uh, you know, and just uh, and just uh, and go with it. You know, and I'll tell you already, I've, we've already got a, a million great ideas what we want to do for the series, and um, um, and I and we'll know quickly. We'll know, and and by the way, people dig the show. They should, you know, they're so powerful right now on. Uh, on on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah. Let us know. Let TLC know. And again, tell us your stories. We'll be really. We'll be. Uh, we'll honor them, and we'll go and investigate them. Oh, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for Sunday. Um, I don't want to. Uh, I didn't want to ask what can we see in Sunday's premiere because I don't want to give anything away. Because if we do, you might not want to watch. So you got to watch to find out what's going to happen on Sunday on the very first on the very first episode here and. I'm going to be sitting there watching it with bells on. I will need the DVR. I will be home for it. So it's. I appreciate we we appreciate it so much. I'll tell you what else. If people haven't gone to the website to uh, seenversusbelieving.com, even if they're if, if even if you're at work right now, just sneak away, just sneak a second, and there's a couple of clips on there though. There's a clip on there where we bring just up don't some. Don't get caught. Uh, just sneak away. Just but try not to get caught. <laughs> try not to get caught. And uh, there's like there's a clip on there, for example, on this cursed piece of land that we went to, Hell's Half Acre, which is supposed to be this demonic gateway, and uh, and and this is just this has been documented. It's not just this place. There's a place in Uzbekistan where where uh, us as human beings tried to drill. We tried to set up a camp for oil, drill oil, and the entire small uh, town was enveloped. It was engulfed and and was on fire. For 35, wow. 40 years, and this can be this is true. <clears throat> I'm not making stuff up here. Look it up on the internet. It's uh, and it was and uh, everybody in that village said it was a gateway of some sort of vortex, and that's what we uh, feel like we happened upon in uh, Hot Springs, Arkansas. And there's a small clip on there. You know, this is a, a whole town is up in arms about this place and scared. And but the funny thing is, it's been there for 5,000 years. You know, 5,000 years. The American Indians um, were, of course, here way before us. And, you know, you've heard of, you've heard of um, uh, sacred ground and Indian burial grounds. Well, this is yeah. not, this is neither. This is a, a spot where the American Indians would come, the different tribes would come, and they, they would, nobody claimed this land because, as I was told this, this is not something I'm making up, um, American Indians do not claim land that is sacred, that they all felt was sacred. This land was sacred to them because it was hot springs under under the ground. They called it the breath of God. They couldn't understand how this beautiful hot uh, uh, air was coming up from the, the earth and how they had spring water uh, for their crops, and so it was sacred. So they did not they did not claim this land. Uh, on that land was a, a piece of was a basically a, it's actually more than half an acre that they called hell's hell's half acre. They wouldn't speak the words of this place. Animals won't cross it. And there's a little clip on the website on Seen versus Believing where you can see the dogs. You can start to see the dogs' reaction when we brought a pack of coon hounds, local hounds, local people, you know. Um, uh, and we just wanted to see if this was if this was real or if it held water at all. And all I can tell you is the stuff you didn't see is after I, after we walked all over this and we were we were told not to. It turned into the Blair Witch Project and. Yes, I got I got 
21 stitches in my face. And Jeff went to go and interview the American Indian. He would not go to that property. And I couldn't make, I can't talk this fast and make this stuff up. His name is uh, Lee Standing Bear, the chief elder of the Manitouka tribe. And he said, you went there? How many times? I said, well, we've been up there three nights now. And he goes, if you go there a fourth time, the spirit will follow you home. And Jeff said, well, nothing happened to me. Ricky's at, at the hospital. He got hurt, but nothing happened to me. And the, the American Indian said, well, nothing yet. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to tell you, I thought I, we won't, I thought I was going to lose the crew at that moment. Um, our time codes went all berserk. And if for you, those of you at home who don't know what time code is, it's just a way to read um, your tape and your film so you can cut it all right. when you get home. And if you don't have time code, it's a freaking nightmare. Okay, well, we didn't have time code for this piece. And um, we have a lot, there's so much about this story. There's so much that we can't even get in in the show, you know. So, um, and when you have stuff like that, of course, going forward, um, I've got a lot of exciting ways. We as a team have a lot of exciting ways. This young creative uh, production company that, I'm, that we're working with, Left Field, has a lot of exciting ways to bring the stories to you, you know, so. Okay, I am, done. I, I talked a lot. I know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, dude. Come on. That was, first of all, you scared the living hell out of me. Uh, <laughs> I'll say that right up front But <laughs> with that last story. But uh, that was, wow. I Sunday, you you got to watch Sunday because right now, if you, okay, I'm sweating. You know that you hear about... Um, you hear about athletes that take out a pint of their own blood and they freeze it and have it yes, clean, and then their I body did. makes the body remakes a pint of blood, and um, and then they have that their their other old pint of blood put back into their body, so they've got an extra, you know, so they've got more oxygen going to their brain and body and muscles because uh, that's how we that's how we felt when we came off this place. I was in my hotel room with stitches in my face. How how am I going to explain this? How am I going to explain it to my executive producers? And how am I going to explain it to, you know, to, to uh, my friends and family when I get home? And my face is blowing up like a watermelon, and I have to go home and shoot scenes with an ice pack on my face. You know, I'm not going to do this to myself. Are you Are you crazy? You know. So, so I got to tell you, at that moment, I called a guy named Chip Coffee, who is one of the leading most famous psychics really in our country. You've seen him on Paranormal State and Psychic Kids. The minute you see this guy's face, he's not in our, he's not in our show on Sunday, but he will definitely be in the show if, if he will, you know, um, if he's got the time. We talk all the time. He's actually one of my paranormal advisors. So I called him. I'm like, dude, we just, I, just got, I just got really injured. We're shooting scene versus believing. My crew is freaked out. This is what happened. And he said, when you go back in to do the show, I'm going to make a bundle of um, medals for each one of the crew members to wear, like St. Christopher, St. Anthony, St. Michael, St. Benedict, you know, all these, you know, and make a cluster of medals that you wear um, over your chest and we'll fight fire with fire. And uh, and meanwhile, Right then, he said, "But you, but something is on. Something is coming to you right now to protect you." And the door, there was a knock on my hotel door room because I was on the phone. They couldn't get through, and they said that um, Lee Standing Bear wants to meet me where the earth meets the water at the river's edge, 
and he wants to cleanse the entire, he wants to cleanse me and the entire crew um, from being up there at Hell's Half Acre. And um, it was such a trip, you know. So do you think I'm going to turn that down? Absolutely not. And everybody felt so much so much better when we better. met her down there, you know. Yeah. Oh, man. i tell you what. This show pretty much right now will probably be the first one that I'll watch on Sunday because I really don't watch that much television anymore. But yeah. health, health to the uh, my slogan, health to the yeah. Uh, I'm watching this on Sunday, May second, 8 p.m. TLC scene versus leaving. With you are the best. Thank you so much, and 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 TiVo it if you can't. If you want to go to sleep, I understand totally. You know, um, but thank you so much, and thank you for your support on this. And I and I I'm overwhelmed with the uh, amount of emails and calls and and all that stuff on the internet and uh, people reaching out. So. Um, I'm here in New York. We're doing a big push for the show. Um, and uh, you know what? I'll come back on with you in a month's time or whenever you'll have me, in six months' time, and we'll uh, we'll give you an update and tell you what's, what the haps are. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, it would be my absolute pleasure, you know? I would love to have you back on. Door, you know what? I don't shut the door on anybody. Come back whenever you want. You can even surprise the hell out of me if you want. I don't care. <laughs> cool. Totally, I will. I will, I will, I will. Have fun in New York, man. Thank you so much, and um, I'll see you Sunday. I'll see you on the television. You'll see me on Sunday.